In this bulletin, the Northern Territory reinstates alcohol bans in the top end. The opposition criticises the government's response to Iran's spying attempts. And in basketball, Sydney Flames coach Shane Heal takes legal action after being suspended for bullying. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Brawl. Flights carrying humanitarian aid donated by the Australian community have departed Melbourne bound for earthquake-hit Turkey. Donations including tents, blankets and medical supplies are being sent to the devastated country and its neighbour Syria on multiple flights over the next few days. Navia Freight's Oscar Yilmaz says the donations make up 108 pallets weighing up to 30 tonnes. Obviously uh, we all know what's going on over there. Devastation. It's, it's terrible what's happened with the earthquakes. A lot of people are suffering over there, so I'm glad that the community can come together, along with the airlines, they might as well as Navia, we can assist uh, with bringing these goods from Australia to Adana directly. Meanwhile, Australia's disaster response team is continuing to offer assistance. The 72-member team has set up base in Lentakya in the Hate province to relieve exhausted search and rescue crews in one of the country's hardest-hit cities. Footage released by the Foreign Affairs Department shows crew members examining collapsed buildings and homes turned to rubble. Over 37,000 people have so far been confirmed dead from the two major earthquakes last week. The Greens have told the federal government that it will not support Labor's emissions reduction proposal unless they agree to stop opening all new coal and gas projects. Greens leader Adam Bant has said in a statement that this demand will underpin his party's support of amendments to the safeguard mechanism, which is a key climate policy for the Albanese government aiming to cap emissions of Australia's 215 biggest polluting companies. Mr Bant says that despite several other concerns concerns over the policy, securing the guarantee of no new coal and gas projects is paramount. More than 40 homes and sheds have been destroyed by bushfires in rural Queensland, which continue to spark emergency warnings across the state. A 26,000 hectare fire in Mile Park, west of Brisbane, remains the primary concern for authorities, with at least 20 structures as well as farming equipment succumbing to the blaze overnight. Queensland Fire and Emergency Services Superintendent Wayne Watsilbal says firefighters are still investigating how each of the blazes Began. Uh, we have no idea at this point in time how the fire at Mile Creek started. Uh, we do understand and police are working with us on the fire at William Biller that it was probably arson um, and we suspect that uh, police will confirm that but our indications are that it was arson. The Northern Territory Parliament has passed new legislation reinstating alcohol bans throughout the Territory in what the opposition is calling a policy backflip from the Labor Party. The legislation passed Parliament last night and is expected to take effect by the end of the week. The opposition country Liberal Party supported the legislation despite opposition whip Josh Burgoyne telling Sky News that Northern Territory Chief Minister Natasha Files was refusing to admit her government's mistake. The Labor government here in the Northern Territory essentially opened the floodgates to alcohol in July of last year and what we've seen since then is a supercharging in crime statistics. And this week in Parliament, 
Labor have to backflip, they have to go back on their ideology-based policy and basically say that they got it wrong. Unfortunately, the Chief Minister has been far from admitting that. The renewed bans mean that takeaway alcohol will once again be prohibited in Aboriginal town camps and remote communities that lost those rights following the controversial 2007 intervention. A landmark review of Australia's Defence Force has been handed to the federal government outlining the country's strategic position against regional threats. But the report won't be made public yet, with the government saying it will take weeks to consider the report's findings. The review by former Defence Chief Angus Houston received more than 360 public submissions, the panel meeting with 150 experts across academia, industry and the Defence Force. Mr Houston has told Prime Minister Anthony Albanese in delivering the report that the rapid pace of the inquiry will not impede its value. The opposition has accused the federal government of not doing enough to penalise Iran following revelations that the foreign regime had attempted to spy on an Iranian Australian. In a speech to the Australian National University, Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill has taken the unusual step of naming Iran as one of the countries found to be engaged in foreign interference in Australia, revealing that Australian spy agency ASIO recently foiled a foreign interference operation by the regime on an Iranian-Australian individual who was associated with a protest movement against the country's leadership. Shadow Assistant Spokeswoman for Foreign Affairs, Senator Claire Chandler, says the announcement raises more questions than answers. We would like to see more transparency from the government around when and where this is occurring and what actions the government is taking to ensure that Iranians in Australia have confidence that they are being uh, well looked after and that these issues and these concerns are being taken seriously. To basketball and Sydney Flames coach Shane Heal has sued the club after being suspended as head coach amid bullying complaints from players. His case will come before the federal court today. Heal alleges his suspension in January is a breach of employment law, but the Flames say they have received the results of an investigation into the bullying allegations and are accusing the coach of trying to delay or block the process, saying there's no merit in Heal's legal manoeuvrings. I'm Deborah Grook. This is SBS News.